welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. That's a good what? It's a good voice you have. Brains. That was <laughs> pretty good. That was a thing. That was like an ASMR thing. Sometimes almost. I do it do to it Ember. Again. Sometimes I do it to Ember. I'll be like, she'll be like, we play this game. It's called like the pirate. And it's basically the idea. It's so funny when you have kids, yeah, like yeah, you start yeah. just doing these bizarre games you made up one day. And this is a game you make up when you're tired, right? It's a mm-hmm. classic tired game. I was like, it was, she was waking up all night. It was slap though. All night she was doing this stuff. And, um, she goes, uh, I was laying down on the couch, you know, half asleep. And she put, there was this little treasure box that she has. It was by my head. And, um, when she got near me, I just go <laughs> <laughs> like I was a sleeping pirate. And yeah. She'd be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it was like, she was scared to get the treasure. So she'd grab the treasure and run. And I'd be like, <laughs> where's my treasure? You know, and do this whole thing and come running this after is a classic her. Game. And she'd be like, ah, I know I was running away from me and stuff, but it was just out of tiredness. Cause I was so tired. And I was just like, what can I do not moving? So if she comes close, I can do the, oh, or like if you fake, like you're kind of stirring in your sleep. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, I got to say something hilarious ever said today. It killed me. Go. Cause there's nothing funnier than when you're talking to your child and they're being very serious and like, and you're trying not to laugh, right? Like this is, I feel like you're going to run into this like in the next two years. Cause she's going to start getting really oh, no, we serious. Have it where I'm like, Right. Because they start getting real serious about stuff. Like, this is my opinion on this. This is very serious, you know. Um, so she goes, uh, there was a substitute at her school. Mm-hmm. And when there's a substitute, she's telling me that no one behaves when there's a substitute. And it really bothers her. <laughs> right? Because when there's a substitute, the kids are just running wild. And they're like, what are you going to do? You're not my teacher. You know, that kind of thing. So they're running around screaming and this whole thing. And Ember's saying, I'm screaming at everyone. Like, sit down. Listen. You know, you gotta, you gotta obey the teacher. She, you know, he's just a substitute. You need to listen to him. You know, she's very frustrated that they're not behaving in the same way that they have when their teacher's there. And I go, Ember, here's the thing. Sometimes you can't control other people's behavior. And if you're doing the right thing, you can't force other people to do the right thing. She's just like, but like, they won't listen to me. And I tell them and she's like, I'm like, Ember, you can only focus on yourself. You can't force other people to do the right thing. And she goes, dad, but that's just how I roll. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally, I can't, I can't even, I can't even hold it in. So I just, I literally like, like like laughing (laughs) so hard. And then that pissed her off. So she threw the blanket over her head. Like, I can't believe you're laughing at me. And I had to explain, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just, that was a funny way you said it. And I, you know, I love you. <laughs> Dad, that's just how I roll. Dad. Dude, that's, Ember's <laughs> so hard. She's hard, dude. Dude, the I'm, le- I am legit. I am legit. That killed me. Yeah, she'll just be in the mirror sometimes. After, after I blow dry her hair, mm-hmm. she'll be like, she'll go like this. Ooh, ah. I hear her going, ah, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's just literally striking poses in the mirror. And she's like flinging her hair around. And she just goes, ah, I'm so beautiful. 
that. I'm like, bro, give me, please give me just an ounce of that in my just life. Just, imagine just standing in front of the mirror all day and just being like, oh, yeah, you got it. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable, dude. Hello, everybody. Hey. I've kind of liked how we just have. It's almost like it just sounds like you just jumped into a, like a conversation, which is yeah. We kind just of welcome them into it. This is not you. Just walked. What that was was you walked into a house where we were already hanging out. The two people had gotten there before you, and we were just hanging, baby. Mm-hmm. And we just let you come hang, though. Yeah, we're just, like, just oh, welcome. Seamlessly, we're not going to make it awkward. Hang. We just come right in, take a seat, and you're hanging with the broskies. No, that's what if we were on Bachelor, like it would be so low key. Everyone would just be hanging out on that big cabana bed, and then all of a sudden we would just be in in there. In the middle of everyone, and no one mm-hmm. would even know how we were there. And they'd be like, when did that happen? They'd be like, they've been here the whole time. By the way, that big cabana bed is massive. Humongous. There's literally like 20 people the on that The whole entire cast. Can sit on that bed. And there's nothing better than when like, there's a, there's a couple that's on the bed that's like fresh. Fresh breakup from someone else. And then that person's also on the bed. <laughs> They're all sitting there like looking like, are they touching each other? Are they looking at each other? Are they kissing? Anyway, how was your weekend, dude? My weekend was good. It was good. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to think Electric. if there's anything I was like, anything's really spectacular. Yeah. Can't really think of anything. It was just kind of a normal. Parents. Yeah, it was just parents. like a normal cool. chill weekend. It's funny. Um, I'm like just realizing how much of a normal ass dude slash dad I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. Like all the things that I thought were so boring and lame back in the day are now like some of my favorite things. What's exciting you? Well, when I was like, like when I was 25, right? Yeah. And you told me strolling around an outdoor mall, mm. you're like, I was like, What? Like, why would I do that? That sounds so boring. And now, me, Ember, and Jess, and the little pup walking around an outdoor mall, just chilling, getting some ice cream, is literally, like, the best thing ever. Sounds great. What? Yeah, what happened? Like, what goes on that, like, now that is so good? It's like, um, when all of a sudden you realize, like, you don't just like like a particular grocery store, you have a deep appreciation for it. <laughs> but again, like if you Costco, talk to a 25... You're just like, yeah, yeah. But if you talk to a 25-year-old uh, version of us and said like, oh, you, you're, you're going to one day love going to the grocery store, it'd be like, what? That sounds horrible. Chores? What are you talking about? Chores? But now it's like, oh, I look forward to going to Ralph's and getting like stuff for the night's it's meal. It's exciting. It, now, <laughs> is that depressing? <laughs> But that's the excitement. No, or is it more like we've settled into ourselves? What I, is that? I um, it's funny. It's like we are exercising adulthood. Where you're like, I am choosing all of. I'm making all the choices. Children don't get to make the choices. Yeah, and that's abundantly clear when you become a parent. Although sometimes it feels like they are making the choice. It feels like they can. Well, this is where you, it's a power struggle. You got to put your foot down. I feel like we're always in the middle you of like. You got to put your foot down and argue with them. Get on their level. Dude. Don't let them win. It's a battle. Ember <laughs> wins half the time. I feel All like. relationships are a battle. 
All relationships are a head-on competition. <laughs> a head-on collision. Everyone should treat all their relationships like the other person's trying to beat you. <laughs> and you can't let them. You can't let them win. Is that how you treat it? Is it it's a it's all, a war? All aspects of life are a game to be won. Game it's, game theory. Game on. Play. <laughs> Player one. Um, it's I know what time it is. Game time. You dodge and weave. You bob and weave. Dodge the hook. It's all well. It's definitely like ledger. You know what I mean. Everything's a ledger with like the kiddo too. It's like, well, you let me do this, so I don't get to do this, and I get to do this because you didn't let me do they're this. They're trying to figure it out. They're always like just negotiating and dealing and doing side bets and deals, and then being like, okay, I didn't get what I want from this one parent. I'm gonna go to the other Dude, one. Ruth see if I can hedge already, them against each other. Our nanny nonstop buys the kids stuff. We were like, Patty, you can't buy anymore. You can't buy them any more things until Christmas. She's like, okay. okay. Oh, like presents. I, she One of the things they'll do is like, they'll just go to the store. And they'll just pick out random just stuff. Just let them look at stuff. And then they, it's always, it winds up in a situation where there's like, you know, they want something. Like all kids do. So she do. gets them like one little thing. So every time they're with her, they're coming home and we're like, dude, what the? So then you go to that store and they're like, well, where's my thing? No, hell no. We don't go to the but, store. Oh. But we told them they can't have any more things. And then Ruth is like, why can't I have any more things? Right. Like, And we're like, babe, you can't get any more new shit until Christmas because Christmas is coming up and like people are going to buy you presents. You don't need anything more. Mind you, when you get all your new stuff, we're going to have to go through your old stuff and make oh, room for the new a, stuff. That's a huge so, one. Well, she's okay with the idea of giving away her things to other little girls and other little boys. She right. likes that. That's she's, cute. She tells us that we have to do it. Right. Um. But she tries to strike deals with us. Or she's like, what if I just get new things, but I don't take them out of the bag until Christmas? Right. Oh, smart. She's like, what if we continue to let Patty buy me things, but I just won't actually fully get to enjoy them until Delayed Christmas? Delayed gratification, knowing that she will win in the end. Yeah. And we are like, no, dude. But she's like trying to... Yeah. She's like, oh, she's I'm trying gonna, to Well, she's going to find it. I mean, she's only, what, a couple years old. So it's like, she's finding it. And she once already, she finds it, she'll know. Oh, that's their weak spot. Got she it. She already... Okay does exactly she knows what you don't want her to do and just goes and does it when you're not looking and tries to hide it from you right, <laughs> right. like it's already that's already a thing it's just like she's like i know it's clear right. her attitude is like i'm gonna do whatever i want like worst case scenario you get a little mad at me like goes, big deal i can live with that she goes it's fine it's fine daddy <laughs> yeah, she soothes you yeah you go you're like ruth you can't do this she goes, daddy it's fine daddy daddy listen you need to chill you ever you know, you know what she's going to do? Daddy, it's okay. She's going to do stuff like this. Daddy, don't you have work to do? Like, aren't you busy? Like, oh, you seem busy. Are you okay? Don't worry about me. I'm good. Dude, it's like, is it gaslighting? Or like, what is it? You're getting gas? It's, no, it's, it's, it's identifying weakness and exploiting it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's identifying weakness. She just gets super cute and she's just like, yeah. No, oh, Daddy, yeah, they're going to soften right up. Dad, it's not, Dad. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine, Daddy. It's shh, all okay. Shh, 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 that one. Shh, shh. Getting like, shush. <laughs> <laughs> Holding your face. Yeah, Ember does this thing. She goes, dad, 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 dad. Like, like, whoa. Like, if she tries to, she, because she's, she's in a real candy mode right now. She's always trying to do candy deals. That's her main deal right now. Because there's stuff left over from uh, Halloween. Yes. So it's always like candy deals. So it's like, Daddy. 
she picks like this big one that she knows she's not going to get, but she knows it'll at least start the conversation to go lower. But if she starts to, you know, it's like this whole thing. But da 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 da. Because if I go Ember, I dad 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 dad. Okay, I understand that you're triggered by this. So let me kind of rephrase it with a different thing. Oh well, okay. Well, mom said I could. You know, like she's just like I'll try anything already. Already taking that angle constantly. She said. Well, I did that. Really? You never did that? You never had to be like, <clears throat> just circumvent? My parents were extremely, uh, they didn't, if they felt a certain way, it's it. Like there was no, my parents were, uh, they do not negotiate. Dude, I would fully, <laughs> I'd, zero be like, I'd be like, mom, can I go do this thing? She'd be like, no. And I would just immediately call my dad and be like, dad, do you mind if I go like, is it all right if I do this thing? And your dad's like, in the middle of work. He's like, what? Yeah, yeah I don't care. Like, I don't care. And then I'd be like, dad says it's fine. All right. So dad call, says it's fine. So you what? call dad and figure it out then. <laughs> oh, it's okay, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Boom. Work. Okay, cool. I'm going to use that every time until it doesn't work and you get to call exactly. something new. Exactly. Yeah. It's and a, then even though when it fa- when it starts to fail, you just always you that you just add it to the Rolodex of everything you're gonna try. Right. Yeah, because you just have all these like go tos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have all these go tos. Mm-hmm. Now, was there anything your parents did that, um, like hurt? You know what I mean? Like, like let's say for some parents or for some kids, it would be like, oh, grounded. I I didn't want to be grounded. That was the worst thing. Or disappointment. If my dad looked at me with that disappointing gaze, that was the worst. Or was there anything that your parents did when you disappointed them that was like, that broke my heart? You know, because sometimes it's like, oh, I don't care if they take away my PlayStation or whatever, because I'm going to go hang with my friends. But like when they found, what was that thing? Did there, was there a thing that like when they, was, when they responded that way, it crushed you? To be honest, I was in such a nonstop war with my parents. <laughs> that it was that blood. There was like no... It was like everything was like just it's we're against each other. You know, there were no like it was like shitty teenager thing of like, I don't know what one thing would have been like. Would, would you feel like they were struggling to figure out what was the thing that would get you the most devastated? They were just scared. They were just like, no, it was more so like they um, it's like they didn't want me going to do certain things. They didn't want me hanging out with certain people. They didn't want... It was like sure, trying, sure. To, you know, trying to put the, all the boundaries in. But you're just like, no, like I'm going to leave the this. house. And when I'm out of the house... But was there a thing like, oh, we're taking away the place? Or were they, were they not really oh, like dude, that? dude, all the time there was like... I would get... I was telling Becca this. But I was like, dude, I would get grounded for like... My parents would ground me for like four to six weeks at a time. Because I was doing like... I was doing my... Six weeks when we were a month and a half they would ground you we were all like 13 and 14 we were um waking up we were all like staying up and sneaking out of our houses at like 11 30 and stealing our parents cars bro like a handful of us and then racing our parents cars at 13 (laughs) yeah like 13 and 14 bro what are you talking about this is like a movie bro so we got we all dude, got if i did that so i got grounded for like six weeks when that happened and i had like you know it's like lockdown but i was constantly if i did that bro if i snuck out and stole a car i would be they would they would go to counseling in order to like figure out how they're going to change my life 
for the next we 10 were, years. We They'd be like, like, well, he's going to boarding <laughs> school and we have him under strict lockdown in a foreign country. Like they wouldn't even be considered. They'd be like, yeah, that is insane. Bro, you were wild, bro. We were doing, we, that's why I was like, I was getting, I, yeah. So we were, I was, yeah. I mean, I got, me and my best friend got sent to like a, like a reform school. So you did. At you like got a, sent to disciplinary academy. It was kind of, yeah, it was sort of like a disciplinary academy. For how long? They, everyone there though was like, dude, the stuff that we were hearing, like those kids were doing. Oh yeah. We but were like, you get bro, sent we away. Like, we were like, dude, we are not a big deal. Like right, the stuff we were nothing. doing was like, the stuff that these kids were talking about was like super Way crazy. Intense. You guys were the conservative kids. Yeah, we were like... It's funny you say that. So, during my junior and senior year in high school, I went to a private school. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents got a, like a um, scholarship for not having much money. Uh-huh. So, like, the only reason why I was able to get into the school is because, like, per year they had to give a certain amount of kids who were under a certain like income grants. So they gave me this and they gave me this. They allowed me in and my parents well liked it because it was like a Christian school, Mm -hmm. right? They didn't realize that Christian private schools are places where like wealthy people send their kids who are problems to get fixed. Yeah. So the stories like my classmates were telling me were just, insane that i was like dude if i if my if i had a propensity to be a problematic child like it would have gone through the roof because they took me from like normal education to like a place where i had at my disposal far more chaotic like influences and those kids have means to like do crazy crazy stuff and i was like dude you guys don't realize this whole like Oh, because they didn't do it to like fix me. They did it to like, oh, it's going to be like a good wholesome place for him to go to school to not have bad influences. And I was like, dude, this is twice well, as that bad. that was like the first pot dealer I had, I met at Boy Scouts. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, the place where you're I supposed to send your up, kid. I got paired up with someone who was to mentor me. Wow. Those kids, they, two of them choose someone. And these two kids, Max and Teo, who were like very foundationally bad influences on me. <laughs> right couple years older just like we would be like you know like two days a week i would just be with them for like a couple hours and then they would like pick like uh like pick me up after school to like do shit stop yeah and then like or we did um i always worked the christmas tree farm with boy scouts in high school you'd be like 14 and make like hundreds of bucks because you just get all it was all for our neighborhood so it was like wealthy neighborhood and all these people Buying Come three, four hundred dollar trees. And then you walk it to their house. They're like, oh, they're they like, all there's like $50. Exactly. Tip. And you're so like, you I'm do 13, like six dude. or seven of those a night. Just hustle some trees. And they think it's so funny. You're like selling. Oh, yeah. This here's your Douglas fir right here. It's white frost Doug fir. That one's going to run you about 80 bucks. It'd be like 14. And then take it to their, march it up to their house. And then like, you know, you just spend time with these guys. And they were all like, we were in we were in middle school they were all in high school so it was just like which is might as well be 20 years older yeah but it was funny because because it was still boy scouts like the majority of the people were not like 
like the bad influence people were all hung out together of course it was still you know boy scouts but we like it was kind of tight because you just learned all this cool shit right there's they're like that those two are like killing it they're just like they were the it's like anti-hero stuff right where they're wow. like good bad kids wow Okay, broads, quick pause from the bros. So if you've been looking for the perfect present to gift someone special this holiday season, you have to check out StoryWorth. It's the kind of gift that shows someone you really care. And not only that, but it truly is the gift that is for the receiver, the giver, and for the whole family for years to come. Confused? Let us explain. You know I love StoryWorth. They're an online service. They dive deep into what makes your friends and family who they are. They ask thought-provoking questions and prompts, and they help draw out all the precious memories and stories from your loved one's life. And each week, you get to pick the questions they're asked. Um, They've got a great pool of options. Some of the examples. um, If you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Uh, one I asked my dad, what was your favorite Christmas present you ever received as a child? Just like, I don't know, stuff you wouldn't normally think to ask and you get to capture it all in a book because throughout the year, StoryWorth collects the responses via email and then they turn it, turn it into a beautiful keepsake book at the end. So here's the thing, reading the stories not only helps you connect with the person you gave the gift to, but also the book can be passed down for generations and you'll probably even learn new stories you've never heard before in the process. Take it from me. I have given my mom, my dad, and my grandma story worth, and I am telling you, the things I learned about all three of them through these stories because of story worth and through the questions actually blew my mind. We had so many amazing conversations because of these questions. I've learned so much. We've gotten closer. It's amazing, and I'm so excited also to be able to pass this book down one day to Ember. It is so special. With StoryWorth, you can give those you love the most thoughtful, personal gift from the heart while also preserving memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash chatty. Save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash chatty to save $10 on your first purchase. So Broad Squad, I have some questions for you. Is your man looking to trim his tree this holiday season? Are you still looking for the perfect present for your guy because they tend to be impossible to shop for? Well, don't you worry about a thing, baby, because we have the perfect gift idea for you that is going to check all those boxes, and that is some men's grooming products from Manscaped. The best. Manscaped, you know we love them. They are the leader in all things men's hygiene. They have some brand new products in time for the holidays. Um, I recommend going with one of the pre-done packages. They have everything a guy could possibly need in there. Plus, it's just like, I don't know, it's a nice gift box. Um, Performance Package 4.0 is a good one if you want to cover all the bases. That has the signature Lawnmower 4.0. There is not a better trimmer out there. That's what Manscaped's known for. Uh, it's waterproof. It's skin safe. It even has like a little light for precision. It is 10 out of 10. I have tried it for myself. Uh, and they also have their crop preserver, their crop reviver. You're like, what is that? It keeps his jingle balls nice and fresh. 
And if you go one step further and get the hygiene bundle, your guy will also get a pair of anti-chafing boxers. Okay, I also steal these from Evan. So comfortable. There are also tons of great add-ons if you want to make the bundle even more luxe, like the ultra premium body wash and the brand new body buffer. Their products are amazing and top quality. I know I talk about Manscaped all the time because Evan's obsessed. And I remember the first time I gifted him Manscaped and he loved me forever. And like I said, I also steal the products because they're so amazing. We love Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash chatty. Every guy has Manscaped products on their wish list. Whether you know it or not, they want it. Get him the products he's actually going to use this holiday season, and he's going to use it for years. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash chatty. Get your man a gift you'll both enjoy. The gift of Manscaped. His jingle balls are going to thank you. So now that we now that we all have kids, right? It's like now we're kind of taking our childhood and our parents' parenting, distilling it down, taking the good, rejecting the bad, right? Into like our children now. Have through your personal experience and through your parenting experience, do you now have kind of like a oh I think- I'm gonna do this with my kids, I'm gonna you know, not like specifics, but just kind of like a general vibe of where you want to go with it. I think the big thing was like, so I was doing like the kind of stuff I was doing if I was my parents and I was like, there's nothing but bad influences around. Like these just in to like, just in a bad crew. I would be like, this is like, it's not like, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm going to put him in like something or like, we're going to start going to see this person. It would be like, no, you just move. Right, because it's it's you too just move, close. You just yeah. uproot it. It's like there's too much established yeah. stuff going on. You're not going to get them to like reject all their friends. There is like a argument to be made to be like, yeah, if you just if you just change your environment, it might help. You know, I know for me, um, switch schools. Just right. be like, no, go make new friends. Right. I know just for me, bah. for me, that was a big thing that I took away from my childhood as like a good thing was not being not allowing myself to be bored too much. You know what I mean? Cause when you're bored, it's like, you're kind of looking for stuff to like get the needle moving versus like constant, like sports or like activities and things like that. I know for me it was really big cause it taught me to like work with other people. It taught me discipline. It taught me how to like take criticism. It taught me how to, you know what I mean? Like it taught me how to like work on myself and be bad on the team, work myself up to a good place. Like, you know what I mean? Cause I know, a lot of my friends that struggled were bored. You know, like they didn't, they weren't in any of these things and they were just like looking for something to do. Well, and also, it's like, it either goes a good way or a bad way. The you extra, know? Like having them in like a decent amount of extracurriculars right. also forces interaction with like all these other groups of people. And kids have so much energy too. You got to get the energy out. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I'm already noticing Ember's like the cartwheel queen right now. She does cartwheels all day. Gymnastics. So it's like dance. cool. Gymnastics, dance, singing class. You, love, you get, just pursue all those interests. I think that's what I really want to like as best as I can. I want to put as little amount of obstacles between her and her passions. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to like facilitate, like if you have passion, we're going to go for it. You know, I don't want you feeling like you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs on a Saturday. It's like, you should have tons you're doing. It's so funny. Becca asked me about like the attitude. Ruth is already like Ruth and Frank will be like, I don't want to go to swim practice. Sure. And, Becca's like, what is the like thing on like, do we make him go? And I was like, yes. Right. 
I was like, practices. I was like, <clears throat> there are activities they'll do that will be fun, but like when they're signed up in a program, they like go do it. Right. That's yeah. like, I was like, they're going to go and then they're going to enjoy going there. But like, you don't want to start the precedent of like, when they're when they don't want to, you're out. Yeah. Cause that's just going to be a thing. <clears throat> it's like, you have to finish what you started. That's a huge one. That's a, that's one that you go through with these. It's like, okay, you don't want to do baseball again. Well, you're going to finish out the season. And then you can pick something new, but like exactly. we finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, there'll be a lot of things in life that are boring and you don't want to do, and you just got to learn, you got to have that muscle of like, okay, you just, you just do it anyways. Cause you got to, you know? And there's an age where like, I think like 12 is like where they're just suddenly like, no, like I don't want to be in it. Like I remember being like, no, like I don't want to be in a sports league. And then they'd be like, well, you're going to do something. Cause it was like, well, you're going to be doing an extracurricular something. And then they'd sign me up for one. And I would just be like, sick. Right. You see you find something in it. Just, you really like, okay, now <clears throat> I'm playing football. Now right. I'm playing baseball again. Just right. like, okay. Like now it's about, now we're back on this. Yeah. It's just like, okay. Right. Right. Didn't matter. Cause it was like, at the, you don't actually have a say. Right. Yeah, you're still governed. They're like, hey, do you want to do this? You're like, no. And they're like, well, <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it. <laughs> you and said you want to do it. So... like, why did you even ask? Right. Right. I remember having that conversation so many times. Classic. Why are you even asking me? I don't have an option. You made it already. <laughs> why don't you just tell me this is what's happening? Let's just not, let's just ignore the uh, the conversation. We're not going to get into what this. What is this charade? You want <clears throat> to just like surprise me? Right. You fool. <laughs> it just. Um, that's why I want to send them to boarding school boarding school I don't want to deal dude I do not <laughs> the last person that I want to deal with is me as a teenager mm. and I'm going to have two of me right and I don't want to deal with it you don't want to deal I with it I do not want to de- Becca says she wants to deal with it I don't understand that I'm like <laughs> she wants hands on ship them off let them be someone else's problem during the years where they're typically probably say things like defiant yeah where they're defiant yeah they're like i've been having this thought lately i've been like oh i'm gonna miss the days when ember's like just so happy to be around me and wants me to cuddle her and stuff like that i know one day she's gonna be like dad stop and i'm like (laughs) ruth is already like please we have to i have to make deals to just kiss her cheeks yeah right (laughs) Did I tell you last week that Ember was doing that to me? She goes, I'm like, here's the deal. Like, if you promise, I'll give you this candy. If you promise to forever, always let me kiss you and hug you. And I'm going to move in with you forever. She's like, she's uh, like Dad, I can't do that. I can't. Oh, I'll probably forget. And we can't do that. You promise. Can't make pro- I can't. I can't make promises. She literally I can't will do that. She'll, you'll see her struggle. Like, I, instead of just telling me what I want to hear, she'll be like, no, I can't. I, I just keep the candy then because I can't promise that I'll let you kiss me. <laughs> You're like, bro, are you serious? Like, I'll give you a million candies. Just say yes. <laughs> Um, well, we're reaching the end of the pod and we're also reaching the end of the year. It's a little early, but, um, me and Jess were talking about like reflection stuff and even just with my therapist guru dude talking about reflections and stuff. And because you don't have a therapist, you have like a, I call my guru. I say therapist so that people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But he's not actually, he's not even a therapist. He's a guru, my guru. Uh, and I thought we could like do a couple questions on like self-reflection for the year. I like that. So like the first one will be, um, <clears throat> how did you take care of yourself this year? Emotionally, mentally, or physically? Wow. Yeah. I made a concerted effort 
to address some of the emotional problems, emotional baggage problems. I was, I don't know, mm. just the emotional side of myself. Got it. Diving into the diving into the areas that I was too consistently ignoring, mm. like ignoring needs yeah. in that way, um, or in just like really trying to get to the root of things that were frustrating me. And so I kind I did a bunch of things that I normally was like adverse to, like on some sides it was like doing the past life regression stuff right stuff or, you would have never entertained before yeah <clears throat> and also like starting different like trying to find like what form of therapy worked for me and what i wanted to do and just like really kind of give into this because um yeah it just became like it was like okay this is what really needs to get resolved mm, beautiful um re repeat the question what was how did you take care of yourself this year? That's so that's yeah. I'd say diving into my into my mental health was a big one of how I took care of myself. And this it's not year. emotionally, mentally, and physically. It's more like pick one and explain how. Yeah. So I feel like that's a really good that's like. My, that's beautiful. Yeah. What about you? <clears throat> For me, it was a version of that, not quite the same, but. And I feel like this podcast really helped me a lot this year because mm -hmm. I feel like us just talking started questions in my brain you know we'd like talk about something or oh yeah like you said meet with a medium or talk to someone and be like well that's getting me to think but the the main thing was meeting with my groove like this year was huge you know my dude like allowing myself to even go there i would have never even allowed myself to go there just like you were mentioning but the main thing that i realized i needed taking care of myself in was self-love and it's something that like, it sounds so like previous to my experience this year, that, that terminology self-love just sounded annoying and sounded like, what are you even talking about? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It just sounds like some bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, but actually diving into it, realizing how much, how lack, so, uh, how little self-love I had for myself and how much I had these defense mechanisms and these walls in order to cope with this like deep self-loathing mentality i had about myself and realizing that like my accomplishments are not what makes me who i am my outward appearance not not physically but like <clears throat> how people see me is not what makes me who i am you know and like the realization that like i'm enough before i do any of those things is such a new concept to me and it's something i've been really like focusing on and it's been a battle but it's been like radically transformative you know and it's like i don't know just prioritizing you know before if it was there like if i would have gone on this journey with my therapist i would have canceled constantly i would have found a reason not to do it you know what i mean i wouldn't have made a priority but i like i made it a priority like i canceled things to make it happen mm -hmm. i like pushed things to not miss the meeting you know and because of that <clears throat> it allowed me to like prioritize the things we were dealing with and one of those main things was self-love and so I don't know. It just allowed me to like, yeah, not have as much brutal anxiety. Dude, therapy bros. Okay. Here's kind of an alternative question. Um, what challenges do you still need to conquer? Or like pick a challenge that you feel like maybe that you're, you know, far from feeling like you've even begun to tackle i'd say it's like the um 
being able to be okay with the uncertainty okay of like potentially looming problems mm. potential right being Fear like the unknown Ooh, okay like that could be an issue it's not yet maybe it never will be and then just being like you know greet that as it comes if mm. it ever does but because it's not <clears throat> happening right now, it's not something that actually like needs to be, it's like, okay, you recognize it. It's 100% out of my control. Yeah. So like, don't let that stop me from having and can like the basically like, don't, don't let that control and dictate like how my mood is and how my perspective is for like the time in between now and whatever oh, that may never occur yeah right because it can really destroy your life like let's say in six months you're afraid Dude. that everything you know will go away right you can either that that then that for the six months you're ruined because you're stressed out of your brain thinking about a horrible that it will be if that thing falls through or doesn't but that work. became so much of my norm over the last like four years ruining great experiences in fear of bad things possibly happening. just t so much like so much of like this needs to happen this needs to ha like the going through a construction time right is like every single month that you don't make significant progress you're just bleeding you're hemorrhaging money ah and so like sure it starts with like oh you hey mean literal like, construction like the construction yes, of your gym the construction of the gym which was eight months delayed which is because of covid so everything yeah not yeah, yeah. an insignificant amount of time in the scheme of large-scale construction things, though, it's really not even that bad. Like, that's not... To do what we did, we did it in... We were able to start and finish the project in less than a year. And the amount of work that we had to do, it's, like, crazy that we got all of it done in less than a year, even though we were behind schedule. Um, but, like, that never stopped. Having to meet these things of, like, the feeling like things are teetering on, like, a razor's edge, where you're like, this has to happen or everything i know will burn that feeling yeah <clears throat> became just like then covid yeah you know so being comfortable and leaning in with like the fun of the ride mm. was suddenly like i had always kind of had that attitude about life yeah. but then like the stakes were just so high that it yeah. was like no failure is not an option. Like it's fun to go into something being like, yeah, it'll, it's, if you fail, like whatever, da, 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 da. but then when you're actually in that and you're like, no, 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 no. Like it's not, an, it's actually not actually an option. That's not a realistic option. That's not on the pages at all. Like this has mm. to happen. Interesting. You know, yeah. that creates like a certain mindset. That's mm. pretty, like pretty un, un, it's, it's not a long term thing for me to be able to maintain yeah right right i hear what you're saying so that like but with like a business with like business growth or just like life unpredictability it's like you're never going to actually become you're never going to be certain of what's coming yeah so just being okay i mean that's In like every high level anxiety life. yeah right it's like let's swap it out with your kids not knowing how your kids are going to be end up what they're going to get into oh, the, the thing we were just fear. talking about fear fear for your kids that's <clears throat> fear what for anything your marriage, your your kids, your business, your friendships, everything. It's like there's always so much uncertainty. Mm -hmm. and then, or just like your own performance. Everything. Fear of not meeting your own expectations of yourself. Mm. 
that one's really hard. So uh, I similar things. Self compassion was what I've I've been calling it in my personal work. Oh, self love, self compassion has been you know having like you know mercy for yourself. Right. Mm, beautiful man. That's a good. I, I mean, I sympathize with that all it's the very way. Very difficult. I heard a great quote the other day, mm. and, and I apologize, broads. I apologize. I can be. I can forget that I say things. You know what I mean? I can forget that I say things like I'm sure you can just say, oh, you said that two episodes ago. Like that happens a lot to me. So I apologize. Did I tell you that quote that I really liked about the journey? Did I say this? I don't know. My guru said this to me. Or oh my, No, actually, I heard this from something uh, the other day. And for some reason, this really translated to me in a much more clear way than I've heard. So, you, you know, you've heard life's not the destination. It's the journey, right? We've all heard it a million times and it kind of goes over our shoulders like whatever. I heard it rephrased the other day and I was like, holy shit, that makes so much more sense to me. And it applies to this, which is the person who's truly one in life is not the person who's reached the destination. It's the person who's fallen in love with walking. And it was like, whoa, it's not about getting to that place where you've figured out in your head that there is no fear once you reach because that doesn't exist. You need to fall in love with the just every day getting up and doing the thing. Mm -hmm. And once you fall in love with that process, the destination will just meet you at some point or the destination doesn't even exist because you will have changed directions four times and the destination you thought that was the destination isn't even what you want anymore, right? But if you just fall in love with walking in the path, then the path is the destination. Yeah. Waking up every day is winning. And it was like, that really helped me with like that. Cause I have a similar thing too. I can constantly think about deadlines or to-do lists or whatever. And then until that to-do list is checked off, I'm not satiated. And by the time you checked off that checklist, you have 14 other checklists mm -hmm. that you've made. So you've never, you'll never. It's like getting your email down <clears throat> to zero. That'll never happen. You'll it's go like, through the 30 emails so you have and there'll be 30 that have been it's sent. It's so short lived. Mine for this last year, there's a similar one. I definitely feel that way as well. A lot of the similar feelings. But a, a different one that I feel like a challenge that I didn't step up to this year would be fostering my relationships like I normally do. I feel like I fell away this year. Mm. I let the stresses, I let the work come first. And I, I fell away from fostering my friendships, fostering my connections that I have that are meaningful. And I... Just realizing, you know, how left texts on red, left, you know, canceled hangouts and canceled connections and those things and not prioritize like my relationships and it's realizing hard. that like those are important, you know, and those are valuable and those bring life. And, you know, at this stage in our life too, when we have kids and families and all this stuff, we can get lost in the to do's and the, and the get or done's. <laughs> Well, it's also, I think, in like, especially for guys, I think maintaining like your friendships becomes really hard. Really hard. Because no one's, everyone's just like, it's the like, the effort becomes like, no, 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 you actually have to call them. Yeah. Like if you want it, you have to do it. Yeah. Before it was just like, we're all living together They're or not we're all seeing each other. Up. Exactly. They're not going to hit you up. You have to do it. Or they do, and then you go, oh, yeah, I got to get back, to, and then you just blow it exactly. off. And that person went out on a limb, and exactly. you kind of blew it up, you know? But as you get, like, at this age, it's, like, very clear who does hit you up. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. 
that's like where I, at least that's where I'm at with a lot of mine is like, yeah. who actually hits me up? Right. But I also think that can be an unfair attitude because when I run into people, it's like, fuck. Had that. Have you ever had that where you haven't seen someone for like a decade <clears throat> and then all of a sudden you run into them and now like a friendship is just like, boom. Um, I don't say I run into them just because maybe geographically where I live, I don't run into people as much. It'll be more like, you know, we both comment on a friend's post. You know, it's something where it's like, whole, I see their name and I go, oh my God. And then they text me and I'm like, whoa, you know, like that happened the other day. I was talking to someone else. Or you know what? I was on the phone with someone and that person was with a person I hadn't seen in 10 years. And they go, oh, they say hi. Whoa. You know, and then we started texting and it was like, this is crazy. You yeah. Know? I just had one of those. Yeah. My friend started seeing someone. They started like loosely dating. We all went to high school together. Hadn't, haven't seen this person since we graduated high school. And then I got lunch with them the other day and it was like, it was like no time, literally no time. It was like, Hey, yeah. Remember when we were 17 and 18 and now here we are. Mm. And it was like, just like instantly like, Oh, what's up? You know how you had friends where it was like, you have a best friend and then they have a friend and you're always together, right. but you don't ever actually like hang out with that person on the solo. Yeah. Someone like that. Where oh. It was like, we used to hang out three, four days a week. Hmm. And now I just haven't seen you for like 15 I, I years. I have a couple of those. I have, I have probably four of those from like my mid twenties, early twenties where it's like, I hung out with those people crazy. every day for two, three years straight. That and I haven't talked to them crazy. in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? That's crazy. I don't know. Now I'm at the stage where it's like, damn, now I want to kick it. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, let's get back to that. Yeah. Like, let's dude, that was sick. Like, let's, why, why aren't we hanging out? It's funny. Like when you see people you were friends with, but then you fall out of touch and you'd be like, it wasn't ever like a point in time. If they were like, if you were actually down for that person, you'll always be down for that person. Because how different are you really from who you used to be? In like, in like, depends. The, it depends. The, I guess you know, I mean, it depends. Like, Some people have radical changes. I'm quite different from me at 16, but I'm also very much me from 16. Right. Your your guts are the same, but mm -hmm. like maybe how you handle the guts or like what you do with the guts is different. That's like really becoming an adult, right? Is like I have the same impulses. <laughs> I just don't say yes to as many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Now those now that's like your quick joke, you know? Yeah. Right. But you don't give in. No, you pick the ones that are fun to give into and like the toxic ones got to go. Mm -hmm. um, the fun ones have to go. The fun. <laughs> the stealing the car. All the fun has to stealing go. Stealing your parents car. Has because to go. getting older is just being less fun. <laughs> That's really inspirational. <laughs> Listen, getting older is dying. And yeah. dying is a slow death. And everyone's obsessed with living these days. I've been on this tirade. Ah, I, fast, die I have literally been on this tirade of we're all acting like we're going to live to be like a hundred years old. Yeah. And we're all trying to like protect ourselves like we're going to be a hundred years old. But most of us aren't. Most of us are not going to be centennials. Jess is going to live forever because 
Her, both her grandmas are 95, bro. That's crazy. How crazy is that? I just am and like. And they're like, bro, you talk to either of her grandmas. It's like talking to someone who's 70. They're like, hey, how's it going? What's up? Like, there is no like. Do you old, know what though? My friend's grandpa. They live on their, like, they're living, they're chilling. My friend's grandpa was 96 when he kicked it. That's crazy. Talk to him. Will you talk to him at the end? And he's like, everyone's dead. Oh, that's that's both them. They're like everyone I've they ever known. They don't want to be it. that old, <laughs> bro. If you spend time, we show we like put right. old people away. If you spend time with them, your attitude on life will be totally different because they'll be like, "Dude, what are you doing? Yeah, why are you wasting time? What are you about doing? Being so safe, right. dude. Like live life, live do life. shit." But see, I disagree because you can also make the argument that like the older you get, living can be like being extremely healthy and feeling great and like your body feels good because you're like taking care of it you know what those guys do though right like, like laird hamilton who like yeah really, laird hamilton yeah you know what he did what he surfed like 80 yeah. foot waves he gets his rocks off a different He's like, way hey like i'm super healthy and i'm like, like this i might thing die every like day this, but also yeah i fucking go balls to the wall every <laughs> right. single fucking day right, that's right. why i'm so healthy because <laughs> right. i do this psychotic shit that makes me feel alive right that's true speaking of like like that's yeah bro that is risk taking and we're in this thing of like let's mitigate all of our risks mm. like what's the point of that mm. oh i'm gonna mitigate every single fun thing in my life to just get hit by a car <laughs> hey, one day. gray's on a rant now we we, we hit a button <laughs> you know what i mean though but that's what i'm saying it's like right so much shit's out of our control you could just wake up and die Right. And you you'll have you'll look back on it, even though none of us when you die, you don't get to look back That's on your whole true. life. But we if we have the image like we do. But you so could, if if the ninety five year old can really look back, yeah, because he's close. If you make it to then, but the odds are you don't, because when you talk to someone who's ninety five, they're like everyone I knew and cared about is dead. <laughs> so and they're like they're like, dude, live life. <laughs> they're like, do crazy shit. Like, what are you doing? Right. I think the concept is there. I would say the application skydiving can be changed. You know why skydiving is so exhilarating? That's the adrenaline. <clears throat> okay. Going into this next year. Mm-hmm. Going into this next year, do you, is there kind of like a feeling of like, okay, I want to do more of this. I want to do more risky. I want to go skydiving next year. Okay. I want to just like... Uh, have I told you I've been skydiving? No. Yeah, I've been skydiving. I want to just... I really want to go do... I'm it's, terrified. It's wild. I am scared shitless. I will pee it's myself. It's wild, I bro. will have to wear an adult... I will have to wear an... <laughs> depends. It depends. And I will have to tell the instructor that I'm going to You should to hang my like, shit diaper on the wall being like, this is the time that I went skydiving. Oh, I will 1,000%. I think I've told you, but before every swim meet, I peed myself. <laughs> right, <laughs> I don't have a control over it. And if I get into a situation like jumping weak bladder, out of a plane, weak bladder. I'm just going to, I'm going to have to tell the guy that I'm strapped to. You're like, like, you, you should wear know, a rubber suit because I, I will be, urinate gonna, all over I'm you. I'm going to ask him, is anyone like shit or peed on you? Like I have a depends just so you know. I'm good. I have rubber underwear. So, I'll, so skydiving, that, that's something. That's something where it's like, it's always kind of, you know, freaked me out. I just want to go do more shit. I really want to go hunting. Okay. Hunting. I have a vision of like going to Alaska getting like dropped okay. in Alaska with it. Th this would be like, I'd have to lead up to it, but I really want to do a, like, like a dream thing for me would be like with a couple friends, hire like a hunting guide and just get like dropped into the Alaskan wilderness for like 10 days. Wow. And just like have to do it. Right. 
I, I, it's funny. I'm on a similar path when it comes to physicality like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because of we're getting older and we kind of have this, like we want to feel young again, but I'm like, yeah, I want to do scuba diving. That That's something I really so want to cool. do. I've, I've always loved the ocean. I've always loved surfing and snorkeling when I go on vacations, but I'm always like whenever I'm, and I've talked about this before, but like whenever I'm, uh, snorkeling i'm always like i want to go down there and i can't hold my breath long enough doesn't so i'm it like freak you out though it doesn't freak me out for some reason like like there's obviously a danger element to it but i'm more ex- exhilarated by the idea of like being in something that's unexplored dude you being, know like this wild place being you know? deep underwater yeah. freaks me out because like i'm just like no, in my head i'm like anything could any, just come out of the water but i don't and i'm, I'm like, not looking ah. to be like 200 feet deep but i just mean to be ability to be like 30 40 deep and be like just checking it all out you know i would love to go in one of those subs the little tiny subs right. that go super deep see that scares me more that would be so because it's sick. like what if this thing breaks and then i'm stuck in it i'd but rather like be meant like, to be like have a giant like prehistoric animal just like show up and like munch on it and right. it's like totally <laughs> yeah, chill yeah, and then you like yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have like claws and no that scares me way more than scuba <laughs> diving <laughs> Because uh, at least the scuba diving, I'm kind of like I have my facilities. I like the idea of the propellers being, and you have lights, you have big headlights. Right, and some weird like gargantuan animals are like walking yeah. by. You're like, oh fuck, what is that? <laughs> um, but I, so it sounds like me and you want to be more physical next year. Yeah, like physically into something that into is doing, like I want to. I'm a doer. I want to be yeah, doing. I want to be out in the elements. I think you're a much more elemental guy than I am. Like you've done a much more camping and rock climbing and backpacking. I've done very little. So I think that's something I want to explore. We should do it. Uh, can you t- take me daddy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I want to yeah. go take me like uh, take me. I want to go on like a good camping trip with you. Hell yes. Show me the ropes. Oh, hell yes. Cause I'm not like super experienced. Oh, I mean, I used so to camp every fun. year, but it's like tent camping in a little place and go yeah, hikes. I told but, you I saw bears when I yeah, went. Yeah, That's intense. What the hell? That's real deal. You're just That's like, hey, you're like, just bears. Like, just an animal that could absolutely destroy me right there. My physicality <laughs> was always in sports. Football, hockey, you know, surfing, lifeguarding, all that shit. Yours was the surfing, but it was more outdoorsy. You, was, you, was always, you were always in the rock climbing. I was doing, yeah. In the camping, backpacking space. So, for me, I don't feel necessarily like I have this big desire to, like, get back like i want to do sports again and stuff like that's all great i really like that but i feel like i haven't spent as much time in the elements as i'd like to broads i have a question for you have you ever wanted to learn about the power of personal branding with chris jenner or learn how to cook with gordon ramsay or broad squad what if you could learn the art of songwriting from john legend Wouldn't that be cool? Okay, right? Well, actually, it is cool, and you can do all those things. All you need is a masterclass membership, and you can do all of that and so much more. Okay, when you join masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds. I mean, the the, the selection of classes they have, my two favorites, Chris Jenner's, took that, love it. My other favorite, Storytelling with David Sedaris. I could rave about those two all day long. They've got over 180 instructors, a bunch of different categories to choose from. There's classes added all the time. This is learning on your terms. The courses are available on your schedule. You can start and stop whenever you want. The videos are also available to watch on any of your devices. 
And, um, oh yeah, you can watch it on your phone, your, your Apple TV, your Roku and more. And the courses come with additional materials that you can access whenever you want or have time to. And here's the thing. If you are a New Year's resolution kind of person, masterclass is perfect for you. Whatever skill or hobby you've always dreamed of learning or maybe one you didn't even know you wanted to learn, whether it's becoming a better communicator or learning how to play tennis or mastering the art of the craft cocktail, masterclass can help you get there in no time personally. I am so excited because I'm going to be starting this new year off with Esther Perel teaching relational intelligence. How amazing is that? Also, what an incredible gift to give someone. Masterclass? Are you kidding me? Amazing. We highly recommend checking out Masterclass this holiday season. Give an annual membership and you also get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash chatty. Terms apply. Okay, so truth time. I am always shocked by how much garbage we take out every single week. Look, I try to be conscientious of how much waste we produce as a family, but it just adds up. Uh, Even back in my single days, I remember being shocked that after a week had gone by, I somehow had a full trash can. And up until recently, I never thought of composting as something that I could do to help reduce the amount of food waste we produced because, hello, big city living over here just equals small actual living spaces, you know, but now you can actually compost on your kitchen counter with Lomi. Lomi is the coolest kitchen gadget we've seen in a really long time. It takes your food scraps, it turns them into dirt with just the push of a button. Lomi fits right on your countertop. It's so quiet while running, it's not even noticeable, and the process takes about four hours. Only four hours to turn food scraps into dirt. I mean, that takes, oh my god, we have an outdoor compost system. It takes, it can take years sometimes. No, Lomi, four hours. Afterwards, you have nice, nutrient-rich dirt instead of a bag full of garbage. I got one, and I bought one for my mom for Christmas. We were able to cut our trash down by a third since we started using Lomi. That's incredible. Also, being able to toss our food scraps into the Lomi after a meal makes cleanup a lot faster, which is a very welcomed added bonus. And since it's small, you really can put it anywhere, like kitchen countertop, garage, laundry room, whatever. Uh, It's also just been really amazing to start using our Lomi with Ember. We're having these important conversations and actions that she can be a part of. She loves using it. I highly recommend you check out their website to get more information and just see how Lomi works. It's amazing. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash chatty. Use promo code chatty to get 50 bucks off your Lomi. 50 bucks off when you head to Lomi.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty at checkout. Food waste is gross. Lomi is your solution. With the holidays around corner, Lomi is the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. Like I said, I got my mom one. I think that shit's cool. Very cool. Speaking of elements, mm-hmm. Mexico. Oh, yes. The beach, sunbeds. Are you talking about a paradise? I'm talking about, I'm not even talking about camping. I'm talking about this paradise, paradise, baby. Paradise. Walk on here. He's going to gonna need a beer for this. Walking on heaven's door. I swear that I'm in forever in your eyes. Paradise. <laughs> so, 
Let me let me ask you if you agree with me on this. Okay. There's only one couple on the beach. <laughs> okay. I know. Well, hold I you know what? I felt that way for a bit. Not anymore. There's two couples on the beach. Okay. Who? Well, we have Genevieve and Aaron. That's my Legendary. only couple for Legendary. right now. They're the only Lo- couple. See, I love Logan and Kate. Now, I'm not saying I love them together. I'm <laughs> saying I love... You know, dude, like, we were, just the, the, like, what is going on with them? Beck and I were talking about this. Of like, there's an odd... Like, they could work. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily feel that way. It's more like I'm intrigued by watching this torment he'll just be a cowed well it's this is my best impression of logan it's just like uh, uh, like <laughs> if you if you're not watching me on youtube it's like the eyes are barely open he's slumped <laughs> over in his chair he and he's looks- just he's barely awake and kate is like this she's completely wired and just staring down at him like hello Let's get into it again. And he's like, obscenely blown. I can't do this anymore. He looks obscenely blown in every single shot. He just looks exhausted. His eyes are rolling back. Um, Okay, quick though. Let's let's talk. Let's go through a couple things. We have the Justin Eliza situation, where she shows up on his door. That was wild. I mean. Dude. She was so confident. She literally, I think she thought he was going to just like come out and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're here and run into each other's arms. Like her face showed zero nervousness. She was smiling from ear to ear and he hit her with just the. It's the ultimate example of like, you always want what you can't have. Right. Or what everyone tells you you shouldn't. Of like, it was, that outcome was obvious to literally everybody but her. Right. But I don't That's think true. it's true. Like, there was like, well, I don't know. I mean, there could have been a I chance. I don't think what she did. I don't. But here's the thing: is like, it doesn't make what she did wrong. It's not like there's a, there's no. no wrong choice. Like, staying with someone that you're not actually as into, right, isn't the right choice. I like, felt, you know, but it's like he. I mean, dude, when he put when it was like just a couple of days, it's yeah. like, yeah, bro, like you chose someone else. Yeah. What did you think? Right. You know? I felt like she could have possibly pulled this off. Mm-hmm. But her problem was that she chose the wrong wording. Because she went in there. And then she said, I told Rodney he deserves to be with someone that knows what they want and chooses them. And I go, uh-oh. You literally just described yourself. Mm-hmm. You're the person that doesn't know what you want and then chose Rodney and now is choosing Justin. Justin literally was like, you reminded him by saying that you reminded Justin like, Oh yeah, that's why we shouldn't be together. Cause you're doing what you said. He Rodney deserves. And it's like, if, if she would have come in and been like, I am so sorry. I blew it. I let everything get to me because I am so sorry. Please take me back. I realize we have something. I, I was caught up. Please give me another chance. Possibly would have happened. But instead, she was kind of like, I choose you. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, you're not on the beach anymore. There is no choosing. 
And he got turned off by that. But if she would have come in way more like apologetic, and I'm not even saying she needed to be apologetic, but just more strategic and knowing that like she's going to have to like get him back. Instead, that was not the that was not the case. I think that's a very good perspective on it. Because I guarantee you, he still liked her. Dude, you just he, re- you know? she had him in the very first few, the first like minute when she was talking about like how she was caught up in all of the pressure from everybody, like telling her like what decision she should have made and like the yeah. whole environment. And he was like, yeah, like I can totally. And then exactly like you said, that's a perspective of Brandon when he was like, she doesn't even realize that he, she's not Justin's first choice. Because she's so used to being everyone's first choice yes. that she doesn't realize he was here for someone else before. So that was brutal. We saw, like you said, that we saw that coming. We were like, he, he's not going to be down for this. He's not going to be cool to be like what feels like second choice. Um, okay. Oh, uh, one more thing too. It was kind of wild. And I was just like kind of processing it. it was like how much... The guys were crying about Rodney. Oh my God, dude. I was blown away. I was like, did Rodney? There was moments where I was like, dude, the emotion that Andrew and Brandon are showing for Rodney right now are at the level, if not higher, than like if they were breaking up with the person they loved. Like they were sobbing. Their girls were consoling them. And it was literally like, I'm so sorry you're going. Like, there were moments where I forgot that's what they were crying about. And I thought, like, oh, are they breaking up? And I was like, oh, shit. Acting. No, he's just sad that his friend knew this girl for five days and they're not together anymore. They were acting like he died. It like was he was going to his so, death. So that, that's what made me realize, like, it's not their fault. The show has made everyone go lose their minds. Mm-hmm. Like, in any other situation, if if you were living at home and your buddy's like, yeah, I've been seeing this girl for five days and, like, it's been going good. And, and then on the sixth day, he's like, yeah, really really like, bummed oh, that you'd be like dude i'm so sorry man you want to come over and have a beer instead the island has made them lose their minds to where they're just <laughs> sobbing like they become so i guess probably too when you're off your phone and not doing work you're so involved in everyone else's drama that it's it becomes yours so like they felt rodney's pain and it was their own pain like they were breaking up as well with eliza <laughs> it was intense um Okay. Uh, Kate and Logan. Let's get into this whole such a scenario, which was just epic. She's just a mastermind. Kate <sighs> is... It's artful, is all I'm going to say. It is like, as far as like a villain, like she would be cast as the villain if it was like the Bachelor or Bachelor, right. you know? But what with the way she's just handling like position her positioning for like every single rose is phenomenal. She called him a dog walker who has an orange Honda. <laughs> like, bro. I mean when she lays into like when she's like, these are my like when she gets frustrated, dude. She goes. <laughs> for blood bro she does not hold back she calls him a child but she's like what's amazing is she's like it's the only thing that's the relationship she has going and she's like what the fuck like she goes i'm a wower and i want to be wowed i dude <laughs> meanwhile logan's half asleep on the couch like that's not the guy you go with if you want to be like wowed. This. he's like oh my 
God, dude. He's, he's a, not the guy you go for if you're if if you want to wake up to like roses every day. He's, he's just a chill bro. He's like, sup, Kate? Yeah. She's like, come I here, babe. Come here, babe. How are you? You could tell. <clears throat> yeah. So oh my funny God. to me. But I I just love how to me it's so transparent of like what her aim is in all of the conversations with oh Logan. yeah dude so he has to realize it too uh, of like this is just like these are the this is the basket you decided to put your eggs into and now you're just like like okay if you're not with kate who the fuck else are you gonna be with they're both a little bit like like uh, some oh, couples well. are kissing all the time. They only kiss when they like have a massive argument. They only kiss like, right mm. after. Yeah. Like, then are that's we good? It. <laughs> Dude. My favorite thing about her is that she gets away with things that like are so. So like the first thing that happened was when she gave him a rose and then told him, told him that he needs to step it up. Right. And he goes, wait, I thought that like we were supposed to be like told the things that we like about each other when you get a rose. That was the first one. The second one was even more epic. The girls are now supposed to act, ask the guys to the dance. So every girl makes a thing, does a little special thing for their guy. She goes to Logan, sits him down, confronts him on more shit. Then at the end of it goes, I like what I hear. Will you go to the dance with me? like bro her ability to say like i ain't playing by the rules here and i don't care how i make you feel i'm getting this off my chest is unprecedented i love it It, unprecedented i've never seen anything like it love it she doesn't play by the rules like she every other girl on the beach is like i'm gonna do this special thing for my guy she goes no no no. i'm gonna get this off my chest because it's bothering me about you and then i'm just gonna go do you want to go to the dance my guy isn't deserving of it It, that's exactly what it is advocating for herself she's saying what she wants bad dogs don't get treats that's it and you've been a bad dog you've been a bad dog here's your leash here's the here's your collar now and, walk and in line get, yeah it's literally just like <laughs> all the rest of the dogs are getting like getting like their nails trimmed and like going they to the get salon to like run, they get to run and they're ahead. like go run into the field you know when you see like certain dogs run to their leash catches and they're just like choking themselves yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. and they're just like yeah. smelling everything Brandon's running around there and then you see some people walking their dog and the moment their dog walks ahead <laughs> of them and they go heel <laughs> Dude, 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 that's and the they perfect stop, example. They stop in the street and they're like, <laughs> to the dogs, hey, like, yeah, hey, hey, and then they walk again and they're like, ah, and then some of them even do German. Uh, they're like, nine, sit, and nine. then they're like, nope, sit, <laughs> and the dog's like, oh shit, and then like, okay, yeah. here we go. That is that's yeah. Logan. Logan's just like. <laughs> <laughs> With the choke one, that one yeah, that, like, the, the real needles clinches yeah. when they pull tight on it, <laughs> and they're like, "No, it doesn't hurt them. It doesn't hurt, it doesn't them. hurt them. Dogs can't dogs feel that. can't feel that." And but it's like, like oh, <laughs> 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 no, it does hurt. He's <laughs> like, "It does hurt." Stop. <laughs> Oh my god, 
get the idea of Kate just being like, okay, let's go. <laughs> She's got German command. She's like, shite. <laughs> Logan's like, wow. He's like, ah. And Logan's just a golden retriever and he's just like, oh, God, it hurts so bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's at the dog park and all the other dogs are running around and he's just sitting in the corner and he's like Hi, she- <laughs> wow holy shit I haven't laughed that hard in a long time oh <laughs> he just wants to run so bad and he's like oh, just- <laughs> it was so bad he sees all the other dogs running <laughs> Dude, I haven't. That was insane. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that dynamic is just. This is this is what I've like. Honestly, using like the analogy that we were just talking about, I do feel like she basically has gone like this. Okay, there's no other guys down here. I like. I'm not ready to leave though. I like this guy a lot. Like she says, he's tall and hot. Okay. I like that about him. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, it's like, it's like, he's tall and hot. It's like the first thing you <laughs> see it. about someone. That's, that's the, the first thing I saw about him is that's the only thing I like about him. she likes about him. What I like about her is that she goes, that's how I can work with that. Like I can build from that. So her I'm whole skull. Yeah. So her thing is, I literally look at her like, She's training him like like a dog or a military, like where it's like I'm gonna just gonna break him down to where he's nothing, and then I'll then from that from the powder I can make but a clay. That's like if she was gonna do something with him after the show, like right. she's not gonna do anything with no. Logan after the show. I'm gonna grind him to she's a fine just, powder and then make something out of the powder. She's reduce. She's just reducing him to powder for no reason. <laughs> she, she's got him in one of those bowls and she's. Just <laughs> Dude, like, oh my god! And what's their faces coming on? To didn't help his situation. No, it either. didn't help at all. Rachel and Gabby, and he just tried coming. to get a little power back. Did you notice that? Because he goes, uh, uh, "Can I talk to you?" Because oh he was going, god. "Okay, I want this to be even playing field." You did this thing where you said yes to a date, wanted me to fight for you. So now I'm gonna say maybe to a date. In hopes that you'll tell me not to go. And then it backfired on him. Humongous backfire. She's like, what are you even doing entertaining? Like having a conversation with me on this. That was days ago. Like things are different now. She's like, you can't entertain that idea. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. I loved it. Oh my God. And then he's just, he immediately realized, he's like, oh, you're right. Sorry. Back to the powder. Back to the powder I go. Right. Dude, just Gabby and Rachel did him zero uh, oh favors. Oh my god, They bro. lit his ass up. Well, cuz he was like working his way back. Uh-huh. Right? He's working his way back. He's he's groveling, he's apologizing. He's trying Their to be like Their sole purpose coming down to the beach was just to smash Logan. Well, every day Kate's ripping him for a new one. Mm-hmm. You know, and and again, I I don't honestly but to Kate's defense She's going, <clears throat> he isn't what I need. But I'm going to try and build something from this. I'm not saying it's the right move, but she's fighting for no, like she's just something like, out of it. There's, right? it's, if she wants to continue on, then she's going to have to figure it out. Figure it out, right? So, so, so. But here's the thing is, if that's the, this is, this is where, this is where I think Logan's thing is, is he's like, okay, even if that's the case, you could just be chill. Right. We don't have to be like all this like, 
let's like, what do you actually want from this? Do you want a relationship with me? Like, what's the point of all of this? If you're just waiting for someone else to come, like, why don't you just be fucking chill? Right. And I'll give you the rose and we'll get through another, <laughs> well, like, that's just couple yeah, of that's things. Just why do you have to just like, I break like my me orange down? Honda. Why can't we just have a good time? Right. And she's like, no, I'm trying to craft you into the man I need. And she's doing it like on TV where she's like talking about how he like, you know, his, his job and finance situation and just like sort of what a loser deadbeat he is. Yes. And I just feel like she's literally just going, yeah, you're tall and hot, but I'm going to make you that. I'm going to figure out a way to make you what I need. Also the whole time she's with him. You don't want to be like, this is like, it's never a good look if you're like, my partner's trash. You're with that person. Right. If you don't like it, stop. But like, if you're not going to get out of it, then fucking stop. Because mm. like, what's the point? It's just evil. Yes. Granted, but I, I, but find- I will say we can, we can all sympathize with like being frustrated at our partner and not leaving them. So I do think that she sees potential in him. I just think that she keeps she keeps harping on the same thing every day, which is like he's seven years younger. He's not established. Blah blah. blah. It's like, but she has no other options. Your other option is the twin. That's what this is coming down to: is that she like clearly likes him, has a lot of chemistry with him, but like on paper, it's completely wrong, and her brain is like fried with that combination. That's why anytime you keep repeating the same points, it's because you can't. You either you can't accept them. But you're also not willing to I leave. Would, dude, if I was Logan, like at that point, I'd just be like, bro, like if you want my rose, like you got to stop. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd just be like, no, there's yeah. other like, just no, dude. He's got, he's got some scarcity mindset shit going on right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> but it's like, Logan, this week you're have, you have the power. Uh, y- What's going to happen after you give her your rose and now she has the option and you're going to like, what is that going to look like? Because technically, he cannot give her a rose. He right? shouldn't. Give no, but her I'm his saying, and then she'll go home, <clears throat> and then he'll just still be there, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like it's again we're reaching a point on the beach where people are losing their minds. And in normal life, you wouldn't put up with this stuff, or you would have left. And I feel like it the same is exactly the same for both of them. Normal circumstances, she would have been like, "You're too young. You're not established enough. It's not going to work for me." So. <clears throat> being forced to stay together makes you say all these things and become this person that grinds you down to a powder. He on the opposite end is going on the beat in any normal situation. He'd be like, dude, she's just, I won't let up about me. She doesn't like me for who I am. She tries to constantly change me. We're breaking up on the beach. You just put up with it so that you can stay alive. Whereas though, but that's what I'm saying is if what he has going for him is that he's tall and hot, focus on that. But you're I on think, Bachelor in Paradise. Just be tall and hot together on the beach. But again, I think the beach, it, you know, the, the the circumstances of the show put so much of a pressure on falling in love you that like that like everyone else is falling in love and, and considering engagement. I'm about to go off on this season right now. I'm about you're about to get like a little mini rant on this season because I've got two major problems with this season. Okay, no one's gone to the Boom Boom Room. Dude, you're right. So How is Brandon and Serene must have not hot enough because no one's going to the boom boom room. No one is on there like my Beach King Rod, uh, Beach King freaking Riley. No one's on there like Riley going night one and just establishing like one of the best like that was one of the best BIP relationships we've ever seen. Yeah. So that's not happening. Which is like what the 
fuck how has no one gone to the how do we not have yeah. some boom boom action <clears throat> that's true um secondly why the fuck does everyone think the rose ceremonies don't matter everyone's just walking off the beach like that's they don't have to do this true what the hell is that this is where i call this is where i call question on jesse palmer and i'm like you dude you can't let this shit happen everyone's just making up the rules as they go you don't just you signed on to be on the bachelor oh oh the where beach, is he the beach isn't what you want it to be you got to go up on that rose ceremony and either not get a rose or just tell someone you're not going to give them the rose because they were an asshole but like that's what right you don't just get to be like give me a car i'm going home the, everyone just leaves and what then the fuck is that no everyone just leaves when they when they're pissed and then also where's jesse palmer we haven't seen him since the new guys came. You're supposed to be regulating the contestants, ago. dude. You're supposed to be regulating the contestants. Usually, the host kind of intercepts the person who's leaving. When and goes, especially when shit's going on. And awry. they go, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Like, what's, are you okay? Everything okay? Like, what's going on? You Try have to, to keep me. people on the beach. What the hell is that? Um, so that relationship's wild. Gen- okay, Genevieve and Aaron. They're, they're the only, in my opinion, they're the only real couple on the beach. <laughs> All of these other people who like, if they don't, if they have like, oh, it's pure bliss. That's not real. That's not real. You don't know enough. You have right. to go through arguments with your partner to figure out how they argue to I actually do love, be with somebody. They're the far extreme though. <clears throat> you know, they're fighting over itching and pain. Like that fight was legendary see what bothers me about that is it's their relationship is so reflexive of my own relationship <laughs> that if you say anything negative about this i'm gonna take it personally because i think what they have is beautiful and personally i think for everyone who was bothered by that argument doesn't understand the stakes mm. involved in that argument because what we're talking about are things that are taken as fact you're right and someone's trying to say that that's not the that's not the case but that's a proven fact Itching is considered to be low level pain. Low level pain. I love and the end. I don't care that it bothers you that this, she, it needs to be proved. My point, the point would need to be proven <laughs> one way or the other. You don't just, you don't just get to challenge reality and <clears throat> everyone just say, oh, it doesn't matter. My favorite was at the end of their conversation when he goes, we're getting bit up by bugs out here. And then you heard the other producer goes painfully. He goes, no, it's more, lo- more, lo- more low level than that. <laughs> That was a great line. It was more low level than that. Dude, I, here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing I've seen though. What, I, what what is funny to me is like the real problem and not the no, not the real problem. The real funny bit to this whole thing is Aaron. Because Genevieve as as wild as she gets in times, she generally with Aaron kind of keeps somewhat of a cool head. Like she does and She's definitely not the first person to start yelling and like putting a foot down. She just kind of like says stuff and keeps a cool head. And Aaron is the one because he'll just go off immediately and be like, I will die on this hill, even if it's about itching and pain, instead of just going, oh, how you doing? It's like, well, you know, this is what it is. And she goes, well, I don't really feel that way. He goes, it is this way. And that's just how you feel. And there's no question about it. And if you fight me and we're done, (laughs) it's like, oh, my God, bro. I was laughing so hard. But dude, him being like, oh yeah, I bet she's got her name brand suitcases on the jungle path right now. <laughs> I called like, the jungle path too. I was like, watch, wow, she's going to say jungle path in 10 seconds. the best because she was. I love her being like, call me a car. Which well, wasn't even crying. Call me a car right now or I'm going to hitchhike. 
barefoot. Yeah. I was loving the drama. The because drama he's like, was amazing. He doesn't take it seriously. In but this he also, way. but no, but it's she knows what he, she's doing. She got him to come down to follow her yes, all the way down because he fight has for her. to. Yes, and she was even like she wanted it. She was kind of laughing oh my almost. God, dude, I know because it was like me and Becca like <clears> last <throat> night. Becca, we were like, it wasn't like a full blown argument, but it was something where like she was thinking about scenarios that like weren't happening. Right. It was about like, if I were single. Right. And I were to be pursuing someone, the amount of effort that I would be putting into pursuing that person is less than the effort that I currently put into pursuing her. But I was like, bro, I'm not single and I'm not pursuing anybody. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Right. It was way, just, it was, it was like, like trying to just get a little friction going. Dude, it was like the, 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 it was, it was so funny because it like hit this point where it was suddenly, it was like, I'm not trying to pick a fight right now. But she said, and I was like, well, you sound like it. <laughs> right. It <laughs> Why was, are you saying things that sound like you are? It was a little itchy, itching pain vibe. Well, Cause it was, it was, dude, it was hilarious. Cause it, it's their shit is exactly like, it's just personalities. Right. And it's like, what I love is they're like, they're not apologizing to anyone around them. No, they'll fight right in front of you. Right in front of them. And if you were to try to interrupt that, she has his back. Yeah. The moment someone challenges it, she's going to defend him. Right. It's like, dude, it's like... When they're like two, a mafia couple. When two siblings are fighting and then the parent tries to get in between and they're like, what the hell are you doing here? Right. We're, we have something going on. Get out of this, dad. And it's, then suddenly they're a team again. It's like a mafia couple where it's like they're fighting like cats and dogs and all of a sudden someone goes, hey, you be, hey, you don't talk to my husband that way. It's a power <laughs> it's like, dynamic, dude. Right. It's about power dynamic and who's got the power. I just find, I, that's why I'm saying is I relate to them the most. It's funny because he never dies on hills that are about the thing they're talking about. He dies on hills like, you need to believe that the thing I'm saying is a fact. Like he's dying on the hill. He doesn't the like itching is low level pain. He's not dying on the fact that like she's having a bad day and what she needs to do to change it. He's dying on the fact that like she's not believing his fact. That this he is knows. the thing that was and Aaron that is, is passionate me. and fiery and he needs someone who is also passionate and fiery. <laughs> and she is that. And she brings that. He likes to feel that way. Right. He <clears> likes <throat> to get worked up and in that and she gets him worked up. And then they get like, you know, their resolution. And it's like, he doesn't have to explain that to anybody. And she doesn't need to explain why that's okay to anybody either. I, uh, I'm i not here for anyone judging their relationship. As far as I'm concerned, they're the most stable and real relationship <laughs> on that beach. I wrote down a couple of the sayings that he said during um, their fight. Because I okay. was like, these are legendary to me. The first one, which I feel like is the new be respectful, mm -hmm. is look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Look Google it, up. it. Look it up. I don't understand why we're even arguing. And then none of them like, have phones, so no, no, they no. can't look anything up. And, and also, up. why would you look that up? That's an insane thing to look up. So let's say they look it up and then you resolve that. It's an insane thing. But the next one was, don't yell at me. Look it up. That was a great line. Don't yell at me. Look it up. Um, and then when he's talking about at the end when they were on the jungle path and they were re resolving. Jungle path. He goes, listen, babe, I'm out here fighting for you. I'm trying to give you sweet love. <laughs> i'm trying to give you sweet love was one of the best comments of the year i'm babe listen to me i'm trying to give you sweet love 
the whole demeanor. It's we have to get on his podcast. We have to have him on. We have to get on his whatever it is. I don't, like, we'll get. We'll do another episode if we can get his ass or us shit. over there. Um, and then the whole remember the whole nectar thing was pretty great when they were teaching uh, nectar about yeah. nectar. And he was just like, so like, what? She's like, well, so what is nectar? And he's just like, well, like when you have. Um, <laughs> this, did you this used to say me. that by the way oh yeah yeah same I was like I know exactly what they're talking about but also if you guys aren't from like Southern California in the 90s like what's a very signature move is to abbreviate everything or to shorten everything mm -hmm. so when he said okay so let me give you an example of nectar um, early morning when you have a little bit of that iced coffee and it goes down to the lower in test like lower in test is the most like oh my god I was transported back to being 12 years old, hanging out with that 20-year-old surfer. Well, this it is just was like, like, listen, bro, we're going to go down there and get a little iced coffee for the intest. Like where that is whole... Aaron from? Is he from San Diego? I don't know. Because if not, that's now hilarious. Like, yeah, because it's it's hilarious if he's not because he certainly acts like he's loped. And he goes like, dude, like another example of nectar is like when you're morning and you get that like amazing fucking burrito and it's got the jalapenos on it. Nectar. Nectar. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Well, how would you describe nectar? Nectar is just something that's like epic, something that's like amazing. So, like anytime you're just like, oh, dude, that was it was it's incredible. The, well, it's, it's the, nectar. the nectar of itself is like the juiciest, yeah, sweetest it's like the, part. It, it's the it's the oyster. I mean, not the, the oyster. Best it's the part pearl. of something. It's, it's when something's the, pearl the best. Of the, yeah. It's the best part of that thing, the sweet nectar. That's what those birds, that's what those little birds want. This is the nectar, that sugary nectar. Dude. And, and Serene nailed it. She's like, okay, let me try. So like when the waves are going off and you're getting barreled, is that nectar? And she's like, and it's nectar. And I'm like, they're like, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, it was, that was so yeah. funny. I don't think it was, it wasn't Serene. It was it Johnny's, Johnny's lady. I don't know. Was why it I Victoria? Can't think of yeah. Victoria was saying it. It drove me out of oh, my mind when she said it. it was Victoria. But, oh, you're right. Yeah, like a feeling can be nectar, but I like I really like the I liked Aaron's drops on like the burrito was yeah, nectar. it's less the feeling because the food aspect is what it's really like. That's really what you want to use it towards is like food and drink because that's what it's being drawn from. That's what it's derivative of. It's more. It's less. I mean, this derives from surf culture. So, like, if you don't know, it's like the idea of nectar too is like it's like oh. It's about the ocean, the waves, the wave, you know, the, the, it was the sweet. The swell nectar was nectar. Of the fruit, dude. Nectar of the gods. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the idea that like nature was nectar, like shit, like whatever was happening this morning was nectar. Like having a sick surf session and getting out to like a fresh fruit salad of some kind nectar. and then just enjoying the nectar of the ocean of like some raw fish or like a poke. But bowl. you wouldn't be like, oh, that sex was nectar. Like no, that's not no, the no, thing. No, no, so no. It's, it has to do with nature a little bit. There's a nature element there. That's so funny. Okay, lastly, um, Andrew, NC, Jasenia, dance, drama was epic. Epic. My boy, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, please. Andrew, please. Andrew, please. Andrew, please. I just love... Andrew, please. 300 times. You want to be friends with her after this? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yeah. I love that. That was the highlight for me. Yeah, I'm sure. What was so good about it was the fact that she took him talking to her as like she was losing him. And it was like the panicked 
I got to insert myself he's in multiple times is the quickest way to turn him off of you ever. He's and it's literally like, over there arguing for why he's exploring his relationship with you. And you're coming over there being like, if you want to be with me, you walk away from her right now. And he's like, yeah. fuck. And then she's like this seriously. Yeah. It was like, you're missing this whole thing. I just here. felt bad. I also was like, dude, like you need to move on from Andrew's situation. Like, why are you even spending time on this? This is not like, let that, let that dumpster fire burn. The star was Jasenia. Cool headed. Well, that's who I'm saying needs to walk away and let the fire <clears throat> right. burn. Is that she Jasenia was amazing. To- I mean, personally, it's like, she didn't freak out on him. She could have totally freaked. Well, in the start, I was like, when, when, um, what's her name? And niece. Oh no, NC. NC. When she came on, that's when Jasenia really started to shine. Jasenia, up to that point, was just pissed at him for like having her time be wasted. Then when Nice showed up, was when she really started to shine because that was like it was like for me. I was like, Andrew, are you serious right now? Like, you had to choose between the two of them. You're literally choosing her over Jenna, like over Jasenia. Right. Like Jasenia seems so. <clears throat> Like it's the it's it's like going back to the Rodney Justin thing of like, right. but the reason why I feel like I'm a little bit more on Jasenia's side about the thing, the whole thing, is because I felt like he never really gave Jasenia a real chance because he was still hung up on Teddy. No, she didn't know he was still hung up on Teddy. So then he's kind of moping around constantly, clearly not paying a lot of attention to her. Um, it seems like she's always kind of waiting for him to know what he's going to do. She, he, someone walks down, he immediately dishes to go on a date with her. And then just immediately comes back and just goes, yeah, she has new energy. I like that. And I was like, dude, you've been with her for like a week. Yeah. And no, you drop was, her immediately just because she has new energy. He was, like he did just send you very dirty. He did her dirty. And then, and then she could have come at him at the dance and been like, you're an asshole. Did it? And she didn't. She just said, I feel like you've played this whole thing wrong. You were just kind of floating. You never really committed. And I, you can discuss words and maybe she didn't use the, all the best words, but I did feel like the main thing that can be like, talked about in a way of she did a good job is that she didn't fly off the handle once she didn't scream at him call I think him names that's very fair like she kept it chill you know what i mean she she expressed her opinions which we all can or have you know should be able to do calmly and she didn't fly off on him and even if she was con- critical of him she wasn't ripping I him up when she was defending him though when she's like you're giving him an ultimatum and that's not like what and you're she doing, goes and that's not fair and that's and not I was like, fair oh shit like that was a good play. That was made a very hit. Like, good play. She's confronting him, then makes NC look bad by doing that call. Mm-hmm. But it was, um, you know what it was to me? Perfect. Because it was a Sadie Hawkins dance. An ex pulls someone. The current partner freaks. They're fighting, screaming, crying. Like it was, the you can't dance have it. was ruined. You can't, well, no, and that's what you needed to dance. Mm-hmm. At a high school, junior high dance, you need someone to ruin it. And it was just like, perfect. The only thing I, like I, so NC all of a sudden just was like hysterical, scream, crying, like, just like, like bawling. And I was like, haven't you known him for 12 hours? Yeah. I like, am I missing that. something here? Like you've known him for one day and you immediately leave. And are crying. This is what I'm talking about. Why are these people just leaving? Who do they think they are? You came on there and your first choice didn't work out. Paradise. You got to you gotta find someone else. 
Yeah. Figure it out. Everyone's just having a meltdown and leaving the beach. Jesse needs to get on there and yank on. He needs to pull <laughs> it. Hey, Everyone's a contestant on this show. Like you signed up for it. I'm leave. sick of this shit. I'm going to blame the previous season where they had like the mafia that was like just kicking people off the beach. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 dude. Like, you, no, 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 no. The rose ceremony dictates who stays and who goes. That's where that, that's the appropriate method by which Bachelor has laid out the rules. And I do not like that the rules are just being bypassed. Right. Being bypassed. It's, it's upsetting. I find it deeply upsetting and problematic. Oh my God. That was, yeah, that was wild. How she responded. The, the, and dude, my favorite was when she grabs him and she kept grabbing him and holding him and he's like trying to leave and she wouldn't like, let him go. And I was, she was like thinking that like if she held him in a, in a, in a cuter, like in a, in a real cute way that all of a sudden he would just melt, melt. and be yeah. like, you're right. And she kept doing it. No, no, Jesse, please. Or not Jesse. Andrew, please. Andrew, please. And he's like, Andrew, please. 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 And then he's like, I got to Andrew, please. And then she hold him and force him. And dude he, is painful like you know in movies Cringy. when the person's like crying hysterically and they're like no 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 and then they oh, force you to hold and then they go no oh, i love you that's what she thought was going to happen and he's just, just like can you please leave me alone and she's like i was big it was just like hysterical it was wild not the move <laughs> Good, a good two episodes. It's good, good TV. Great TV, it's Good man. TV. Great TV. Good TV. Good job on the casting on that one. Great but I job. Still think, I still don't think they should have been allowed to leave the beach. Personally, better TV if they have to stay there. I'm cool with Andrew dance. leaving. He's been there the whole time, and I guess he leaves, and it's tiring. He's exhausted. But, she can't but her, leave. She was there for eight hours. Like, you've got to come back. Andrew admitted that he was basically like, no, I'm not okay to be here. He's like, I've been here for two weeks, and I shouldn't even... I, I've been here, no, seven weeks since teddy but you know and I what? never even got over it he stuck it out because Long. that's what you're supposed to do on the show <laughs> uh or at least threaten to leave and don't leave do a genevieve threaten yeah, to leave threaten multiple times no pack one, the bags should not be calling cars for anybody pack the bags get to the jungle path turn around and have someone come out if they don't then you just have to embarrass you then you have to be embarrassed and go back god that's awesome um great episodes though good shit was. I thought it was going to be boring because I was kind of like everyone's locked up. We're not really going anywhere. And then they oh, turned up the, the best. heat. They turned up the heat. It'll be interesting to see the finale, like what they can do to spice up the end. To see Logan's proposal to Kate. <laughs> and uh, I hope he goes, and I, uh, I'm going to give you this uh, wedding ring. I, I just want to see a couple things change. I, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I really hope that he doesn't give her his rose because that would make excellent TV. That would be good TV. Or he gives her the wedding ring and she goes, yeah, I just feel, I, I do like this. And I, and I, will I, put this on, I like this. I appreciate I it. I have a checklist of things I need to see before we move in together. I would love her to be like, yeah, I just don't see this going somewhere past this. Get him to the point where he's going to propose and then she just denies Breaks it. his soul. Wild. And he's just like, so then he falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, he finally goes to sleep. Oh, good shit. Good business. Um, we love you all. Thank Have an you. amazing weekend. Peace and love. And we will see you next week. 
Kisses, hugs, chat soon. Bye. Snaps for you guys. Snaps for everyone involved. Such a good audience. God, Such a good audience. We love you guys. Cheers. <laughs>